Coming at July from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado Butterfly Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Just kidding. Neither DP or Jay. At least for right now, it's the Austin and Kenny Show. Yes, sir. Let's do it. We all we got. We're all we need. We all we got. We all we need. You said it. That's how we do it here on uh, Old School, brought to you by the Mercado Certified Piedmontese, in the words of Jay Foreman, every type of meat, every type of cut. I still got to check it out. You got to check it out? Got to get it. You haven't been there yet? I have not. So I we got burgers a while mm-hmm. back, and I threw them on the grill. They're pretty good. They're really good. So got the Kenny Wilhite stamp of approval. Yes, yes. excellent. Sent Jay the picture. He told me to let him know how they, how they were. Very good. So excellent. Thank you. For sure. I see you have a smoothie. What's in it? Oh, mango. Ooh, mangoes. Okay. Mango. Okay. That's my go-to. Nice. Yes. I was on a kick there for a while getting smoothies so much. I would get is let me think. It was blueberry, strawberry, apple, and then the other one I get was pineapple, orange. Mm-hmm. Yep. Got to go with mango. Mango or strawberry. I don't like blueberries too much. The seeds stay in there. You get stuck in my teeth. Yes. Obnoxious. Yes, very. Uh, we were talking about some of the tubbier, heftier players in sports there in the crossover. Mm-hmm. Who were some of those guys in, at Nebraska football that you had to transform their bodies? Oh, there was a lot. Not to not to call them out or name any no, names, but was, the best transformations, I guess. There was a lot. Um Well, there was two, um, for sure, recently, and they were twins. Um, well, let me guess they were from Missouri? They were from Missouri, yep. Played on the defensive line? Played on the defensive line. Got to the NFL? <laughs> Got to the NFL. <laughs> um, but when I played, there was a lot of guys that needed their bodies to transfer, and they did because of their work ethic, mm-hmm. their dedication. Shoot, when I when I tore my knee, I, was, I played at 170. Four one seventy five. Oh, I tore my knee. Yeah, and hit the weight room, but I got like up to one ninety five. Woo! Yes. Nice. No, not nice. Well, <laughs> not nice. So that was spring. Went through spring ball. Four months out of surgery. Mm-hmm. Went through spring ball. Off a torn ACL. Ugh. Four months out of surgery. So, oh boy. but that summer, oh, hit it. Yeah. Hit it. I'm like a wrestler. About, hit it. Yeah. 6 a.m. ran, mm-hmm. ran, did cardio and conditioning and lifting with the team. Then that, then in the evening, I would go do aerobics. Mm. Came back at 173. Nice. Hit it. Eight right. Mm-hmm. I left. Uh, my go-to back then, you you never. It was uh, that original chicken sandwich from Burger King. Okay. And the Nestle Crunch Bar. The big one. Yeah, not the, not the little nothing, fun size. No, no. The, the big one. Yeah. That was my go-to. Ooh, I respect it. Cut all that out. Showed up at one seventy-three. How? What? What percentage of that transformation is diet? How much of it is the work, the physical aspect? It's it's it goes hand in hand because hmm. I, I work out now, but I eat whatever. <laughs> right. So but I'm not playing anymore. But if I wanted to lose, I'd have to change my diet. 
I, uh, <laughs> you, I, I you, can't even think about you, it. You're a slim dude. I, I, I can't see you gaining weight. I, I cannot see you Kenny, gaining Kenny, I tried so hard in high school. I tried so hard. Didn't do it. Didn't work for me. I, I was eating a billions of calories a day. Tried the protein shakes. I can't keep weight on. I can't. So I come from a family of, excuse me, my grandmother was about, she was a big lady. Mm. Um, my granddad was kind of skinny, but everybody else were healthy, mm -hmm. so to speak. So if I don't watch it, I, I can be healthy. That's how I know it, you know, when I got to 195. Mm -hmm. So that's why I got to sometimes watch what I eat or work extra couple more extra minutes in the steam room. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So, but no, cause I come from a, a, a healthy family. Nice. So I know I, I can get there. My, all my brothers are healthy. Mm. They're bigger. Gotcha. Yeah. So I got to eat right. <laughs> <laughs> Better safe than sorry. Or work out. Or there you go. Right. So along those same lines, um, from his, I'm trying to think freshman to sophomore sophomore to junior year we heard a lot about adrian martinez bulking up yes you know putting on weight he didn't look the same mm -mm. what was the rationale behind giving him more muscle and how did that end up hurting him i think he got too big too fast mm. just you in know, that one off just season. in that one off season he got too big too fast um some of it was good weight some of it was bad weight what's the, the difference for him in that situation because his, you can see it around his midsection. Um, he, I don't think he really concentrated on his core. So it's it, 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 you have to work every part of your body. Like Tommy Armstrong, for example, he was a thicker guy. Mm -hmm. um, then he slimmed down his midsection, and he was able to do more. Adrian got bigger, mm -hmm. but his midsection wasn't where it should have been his core wasn't where it should have been so mm. it affected some of the way somehow some of the ways he moved he wasn't able to move as quick as he was i watched a video of him against buffalo coming in mm -hmm. that run yeah he when got he, caught on the two he got yeah. caught on the two mm -hmm. stamina you know what i mean mm -hmm. so fresh majoring probably houses it. He, he housed that he'll house that how then for those players do you find what a good playing weight is because i'm sure there's a range to some degree of you want to be close to this but then in in a case like adrian's how do you know how do you cut that weight then i mean for him it sounds like it was mostly the bad stuff around the core and mm -hmm. that if you worked on that it could go down but how do you go about finding that target weight and then how do you adjust that it's mostly what you eat hmm. and you you got to be smart after five what you're putting in your body hmm. um you know, they get that Husker box and they go to Chipotle, you know, mm -hmm. Canes. They're right there. It's right dangerous. There. Dangerous. Um, uh, what's that? Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A in the union now. In the union now. Mm -hmm. so steak and shake. Steak and shake. So mm -hmm. you just got to be careful what you what you put in your body. And then your workout has to, you have to burn those calories. As, as a quarterback, since we're kind of on that train, we think of, you know, arm strength. You know, how how far you can throw a ball, how how fast you can throw it. As much as it is about the arm, I feel like that starts with the core and the legs, yes. even though it's arm strength. Yes. How important are, you know, working the legs and the core versus the arm for a quarterback in the offseason? In the offseason is very important because if your core and your legs go, your, your strength goes. Mm -hmm. Just like a pitcher. Sure. Right? 
-hmm. It's just like a pitcher. If you don't have that that force, you ain't gonna have that strength in your arm. So it works hand in hand. And I and I think a lot of guys work on it in the offseason. They have to. You have to. Mm -hmm. At the quarterback position, I don't think you can you don't want to throw every day because that's a lot of wear and tear in your arm. Okay. But you want to work on the mechanics. You know, you can get a band, work on the motion, mm -hmm. your hip, your torque. Your without legs, actually throwing without 60 actually mile throwing hour 60. passes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So you want to work on that every day. Hmm. So just like resistance bands, like against defense yes. or resistance band okay. against defense or in the weight room, mm -hmm. you know, you, you know, wrap it around the, the, the bars and, and do whatever you need to do with it. When I think of like a rocked up quarterback, I mm -hmm. think Tim Tebow, maybe a little pudgy, but what he turned into, especially in the NFL, like his arms were huge, huge. Was that what held him back as a passer? Was it something else mechanical? You just never have it. And he got by it, Florida. If you get too big, you're going to be stiff. You're going to have some stiffness. So his arms and his upper body got so big, there was some stiffness. Mm -hmm. And I'm willing to bet you, if you go back and watch his release, it changed. You know what I mean? Sure. From when he was smaller to when he got bigger, his his release changed. Mm -hmm. You can get more behind it, but I'm sure that release changed. So you don't want to get too big in the upper body too fast because you're going to become stiff. And that's where I look at, like, the pictures of uh, Levis and Richardson mm -hmm. in this year's draft. Those dudes are different, ripped, but it's not like meathead. No. You know, they look like they've been in the weight room that they can, you know, withstand being running quarterbacks, having some mobility, but their releases still look fine. Mm -hmm. And I just wonder what Tim Tebow could have been if he would have, you know, done more bands instead of more bench. I'll give you a name, Johnny Stanton. He's a fullback now. That's how big he was when he played quarterback when really? he was here. When I came back and I saw that, I'm like, holy, that's a quarterback. <laughs> he was rocked up. And I'm like, there's no way he's going to play quarterback. And he didn't. <laughs> and he, you see where he ended up mm -hmm. at fullback. I think he's still holding on in the NFL a little bit. With so, the Browns, With still. the Browns, yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I saw him. I was like, he's not a quarterback because he was swole. Now, again, the style of offense that they were trying to run with the quarterbacks then, they had to be – or they thought they needed to be a little bit thicker mm -hmm. to withstand the, the punishment that they were going to take running the, running the quarterback. So, mm -hmm. But you see where he ended up. That's a – just such an odd transition, quarterback to fullback. Even if he looks like one, I feel like the, the mentality is so different. I think he had the mentality. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just the way, just watching him when he was here. Mm -hmm. I think he, like, you asked me about quarterback going to defensive back. It's a mentality. Do you have it or you or you don't have it? Mm -hmm. He had it. You know what I mean? Sure. So when even when Tommy was coming out, they were saying, do I think he could play a different position? Running back, maybe receiver. Can he go on the defense side of the ball? Don't know. Who was Tommy Armstrong, the locker room guy? Tommy was good in the locker room. He just sometimes, um, his approach to his teammates and how he got on them mm -hmm. was a little, he just needed to do it differently. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But his, in the locker room, he was good. Gotcha. Yep. He's a guy that I think is still underrated in, in Nebraska history. I mean, he won nine, 10 games a year, had that hit on the sideline against Ohio State, but Tommy was a warrior. I mean, tough dude. I remember the the Oregon game, yes. that that last run, he's cramping up, yes. hobbling into the end zone. I know we the offense is more spread out and more open, but 
I don't think we give Tommy Armstrong enough credit. We don't. He he won a lot of games with his legs. Mm-hmm. We talked about it earlier in in a previous um, on the air, but we talked about doing things to what you have on your roster. Mm-hmm. Tommy's a running quarterback, RPO quarterback. He's not a drop back quarterback. No, and that's what they were trying to do with him. And when you don't have the guys up front to protect you, now you got to go back to what you know. And he did it. Mm-hmm. He got he got us out of a lot of mess. Mm-hmm. Now he made some mistakes. It's, it's the same way with Adrian. He made some mistakes, but when you don't have people in front of him to to protect him, because there's going to be some gambling, or he's going to have to use his legs. And that's what Adrian did, and that's what Tommy did. Tommy doesn't get a lot of credit for what he did. No, he doesn't. Also had a really good arm. He, a lot he, of arm talent. He had a strong arm. Again, accuracy, he struggled with that sometimes. Was that arm or was that platform? Both. You you watch his release sometimes, and you watch. He, he tried to throw it too hard. Ah. He really tried to get behind it sometimes really too hard, and that's where his accuracy, it showed up. His, his lack of accuracy showed up, but... He he's a guy that he doesn't get enough credit, for sure. Uh, we're old school here, Austin and Kenny, with you for now. Jay Form will be hopping in about half an hour. We uh, are also expecting to talk to uh, the Upside Bar and Lounge, another UFC fight this weekend. That's where DP is. DP's out this weekend <laughs> in Miami on the beach, quote unquote, working. He is not working. Not a second. No, not on the beach. No, granted, he does a lot of work when he's here, so we can give him this one. But let's not pretend like he's working. No. Right now. No. This is vacation. This is vacation. And good for you, DP. You've Great. earned it. Enjoy. Absolutely. So uh, we'll step aside. That's a good first segment here on Old School. Austin and Kenny with you at JLB and eventually back after this. <laughs> 